This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. Another Halloween is in the books. And I was thinking the night before Halloween has to be one of the most difficult nights for families because the candy's sitting there and you know someone in the family has dipped into that candy too much and maybe gone overboard. And then people wake up in the morning, they're like, what have you done? We've got no candy left. It's got to put a strain on some marriages. But we've got past that. And uh, we've got our fill of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey costumes. Let's hope we never have to live through that again. Boomsies! Nada Moore. We're going to talk some sports and talk and talk some more. Here comes the king of cool. Please welcome So I don't I don't know if I've explained Nate uh, who sings our theme song. But you're like that sounds like a professional singer because he is. Had a huge chat with him yesterday as he prepares to go out and they hit like 60 cities. He is in the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I didn't know how huge they are. Told me it's the... In the top five for most ticket sales for a touring group in history. Says it's a massive family tradition and there are no stops in Canada. But if you're anywhere in the United States, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra is... uh, is coming to you. A little rock and roll Christmas. We don't have any touring Christmas shows in Canada. We need to get on that. Like Anne Murray. She should be going across the country singing some holiday tunes. Who else we got? Raffi. It's impossible to put a Raffi song on and not smile. Fun fact, we both go to the same accountant. I wish I had Rafi money. No, I'm, my accountant, my accountant's not divulging how much Rafi makes, but I'm thinking the the residuals on those kids, uh, baby beluga songs, they got to be good, right? Every family in the world has paid, played baby beluga once. You get half a cent off each of those plays, probably less than that. It all adds up. I'm Dan O'Toole. I used to be a professional broadcaster. Now I do podcasts in my basement. It's one of four million podcasts in the world, but you're listening to it. Gotcha. Joke's on you. 
This is episode 92, the Jeff O'Neill episode. We used to work together when I was a professional broadcaster. Jeff, good dude. I was at a, a golf tournament this summer and someone said to me, you, you work with uh, Jeff O'Neill, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, You're, he's kind of prickly. I'm like, no, he's fine. Why? Ah, that's what I heard. I'm like, well, tell people to stop saying that. And I hope people say the same about me when they're asked. You got you to gotta stop those rumors in their tracks. I once dove into the comment section about something I said, and people were like, yeah, O'Toole deserved to lose his job. He was a terror to work with. I'm like, uh, nope. Find one person that I had, had a disagreement or an argument with who I ever worked with, except producer Tim. It was kind of our thing. Our self-loathing. Self-loathing for one another. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be self-loathing. It'd be him-loathing. But hey, we still work together. Not that bad, right? Yeah, he was uh, he was terror. He was always yelling at people. I've never yelled at anyone in my life. I don't, I don't know where people are getting this info from. But it is incorrect. Uh, I have some corrections because we did our Monday Quick Hitter podcast with uh, Julie Stewart-Binks. And I commented on the NHL outdoor game. How I try my best to enjoy it, but I just can't get into it. The luster has worn off. So I had people chime in and I wanted to read, uh, and maybe I'll change my opinion. This is from Steve in a truck. He sent this to me on Twitter. He said, uh, Toolsy, as someone who went to the Heritage Classic, no, it's not enough with the outdoor games. I was saying, okay, we're done with them. He said, it was an absolute riot. 55,000 people. Fun times were had. Okay. I, I'm willing to change my opinion. Here's another one from Keenan. Just thought I'd give you the perspective that someone who went to the Heritage Classic and had similar thoughts as you going to it. At first, I wasn't sure. Oh, how it would be or how well I would get to see the game. I was also unsure on the crowds and how they would control it based on going to two major concerts at Commonwealth before and how busy and how tight the place could get. Well, I was blown away. First of all, I'll say that the timing for the event was awful. Having the game at 5 o'clock on a Sunday night when people need to get back to Calgary for work when a lot of people I talked to made the three-hour trip up for the game but needed to be back that night. Heritage Classic on a Sunday? You're done! However, though, I made the most of my time and went six hours before the game started. Whoa. Yowzers. Six. This guy arrived twice the amount of time before you're supposed to be at the airport for a flight. Six hours before. I digress. And let me tell you, the city had a different buzz to it. Getting a chance to see the walkout was very special. And then get a chance to have a football thrown to me by Evan Bouchard. And then have me throw it down to Dylan Holloway or something I will, is something I will remember fondly. Everyone was so nice and everything went smoothly other than getting back to Calgary at 1 a.m. and having college the next day. I hope you get a chance to maybe attend one of these. It's for sure one of the better ways to experience hockey, whether you believe me or not. 
It is also something you need to try in order to form your opinion. That's just what I think. I give the Heritage Classic nine boomsies out of ten. The one docked point, the start time. Worth the tired and effed up sleep schedule for the next few days. Glad I made the trip up. Sorry to go for long, so long, Dan. You're the best. Keenan. Shout out to our fan for the tickets. I'm doing what I can to get him to listen to boomsies. <laughs> Come on, our fan. You should listen to boomsies. No. Come on, give it a try. No. Our fan. Not a fan. Okay. So those that attended it loved it. And here I thought it was horrible sight lines. And maybe it's just the the thrill of enjoying something as a large group. Maybe it's something as simple as that that I I'm, I see as a pain when others see it as something they'll never forget. So way to go. I was wrong. Sorry about that. What are you going to do, though? Um, also, this is uh, in in reference to this is kind of our corrections segment. This is just an add on to uh, to observations people have. Hi, Dan. Was that really Peter Schrager on Celebrity Jeopardy tonight? <laughs> yes. Our good friend from the NFL Network, Peter Schrager, who used to appear all the time on the Jay and Dan podcast. And he'd spout off. uh uh, goalies from the 80s and 90s. Mike Leut, Ken Reggett, John Van Beesbrook, which is a game I love to play because I love any goalie that's ever played in the NHL. No matter how big or small their part was in the league. Um, Peter is a good guy and he's been a great guest of yours in the past. You're a good guy too. Keep doing what you're doing and never stop your positivity. It really makes me feel good about the world. Thanks, Devin in Medicine Hat, Alberta. So Schrager, uh, he did um, he did go on Celebrity Jeopardy. He's on a text chain with uh, me and some other friends. And um, <laughs> we said, did you win? And this is before the airing. He said, I signed a NDA. Can't tell you. And I don't know if he won or not. I, I don't think anyone in the text chain watched it. And then we never followed up to, to ask, did you win? Tim, you're a Jeopardy fan. Did Peter Schrager win Celebrity Jeopardy? Uh, I don't know. I saw all the tweets with him making his appearance, but I don't know who won. Can we find that out, please? Here's another follow-up. Uh, hey, Dan, your mention of Jason Allison this week reminded me of when I first started to play hockey. I mentioned uh, Jason Allison last week, how uh, he was once in a shootout for the Leafs, and I said he was moving at the, the speed of bread. So he says, to help improve my skating, my parents signed me up for power skating. The company that was running the program touted that their top alumni skater who they thought was OHL standout Jason Allison. No wonder my hockey career did not last very long after that. As for the 93 Jays, where I was where I was the night they won the World Series, in bed, sleeping, trying to recover from my explosive diarrhea. My dad taped the game for me, but it wasn't the same feeling. <laughs> if you had explosive diarrhea, is a bed the best place to be? I, I think the toilet. 
hoping to be Boomsy's burger customer number two, Jeremy in Ottawa. Explosive. So that is his that is his memory from the 93 Jays winning the World Series that he had explosive diarrhea. Oh, wow. That's not good. Uh, I have an update. Yep. Uh, Mira Sorvino won the episode. It was Peter Schrager, Adam Rodriguez, the actor from CSI Miami, and Mira Sorvino, and she won. Ah, so Peter's not moving on. I don't oh. think they move on in Celebrity Jeopardy. They just play, and that's it. Ah, okay. Well, good job, Peter Schrager. Hey, Dan, the current Boomsies theme song is the best in the vast history of podcasts. I often walk around singing it on days when I listen to the pod and when I need to satisfy the craving to hear the theme again. I just queue up an old episode and hope producer Tim or Z Money don't turn it down too quickly. Any chance the full theme could be uploaded to the Boomsies YouTube? It'd be wonderful and joy while eating an old snack of my grandma used to give me a toasted English muffin and butter with butter and peanut butter. I always like putting cold butter on so the heat of the muffin melts it under delicious peanut butter. What a treat. Keep up the great work, buds. Matt Camp. Uh, more on peanut butter. Uh, this was a discussion last week as we talked about Uncrustables. Hey. Chiming in. My favorite PB&J is the PB&J sandwich cookies. Ah, I've never had any of those. And I think those are the old molasses cookies. Anything that has jam in it that is not a peanut butter and jam sandwich can go away. Chocolate cake with a jam or jelly in between layers. Hot trash. You don't like black you discover forest cake? that disgusting, Tim. Wow. Black forest cake and tiramisu are on the Mount Rushmore of most disgusting desserts ever made. I will go to my grave with that. Come fight me. I don't care. I've never been in a fight. And if my first fight in the history of the world's about those desserts, I'll do it. Give me. A good tiramisu, you won't you won't be able to. Every time people are like, try this one. I'm like, that's hot garbage. Ah, but you've never had this one. That one tastes like skunk shit. And people that claim it's amazing, you're lying to yourselves. Uh and then we have a couple more emails to get to when we actually do emails. Although I want to get to this one because I think it's amazing. We're at episode 92, the Jeff O'Neill episode. This man has a suggestion for episode 100. Hey, Dan. Episode 100. The entire show in your angry internet troll voice. Podcast history. You're welcome, Mike from Grimsby. Oh, you really want to hear 45 minutes of this? Really? Uh. Tiramisu kicks ass. Tim, can we do 45 minutes of that for episode 100? Uh, I just want to make t-shirts now that say Tiramisu kicks ass. That was the, the internet troll saying that. I know, but it's just, it's funny. 
Also, uh, we released a little uh, short um, before uh, for Halloween. We didn't dress up in uh, costumes because uh, it was after Halloween. If we were dressing in costumes and you're watching the YouTube version, I am wearing the... Uh, I'm a gas station employee, which I have history. I used to work at an old co. It's an old uh, chain of gas stations that used to operate in Ontario. I worked at one on a lonely stretch of highway in my hometown. I don't know how we were not held up by gunpoint every single night. There was one street light. I was there by myself. It was 20 seconds from the entrance to a highway. But there was two possible safeguards. Right at the entrance to that highway was an OPP station. So maybe they thought, okay, they're going to get on to me really quick. Secondly, there was this old burly dude that always hung out. He parked his Harley right in front. So I hung out with this old, like, 55, 60-year-old biker most nights. And I think when I, in hindsight, the owners of the station said, uh, here's some dineros, uh, uh, hang out there to make sure we don't get robbed. I just thought he was bored. But are Hell's Angels members ever bored? I don't think so. I got to review the, the contents of all the cigarette packages because it was a, not a busy gas station. So I'd see people come in. They'd get like six packs at a time. Some would get cartons. And the biggest sellers were the menthols. And I'm like, why are people, uh, why are people consuming this at such an alarming rate? Because they were the highest in all the bad stuff. The nicotine, the tar. If you wanted your tar fix, get some menthols. That was my one takeaway from that job. Was people's love for menthol cigarettes and their love for drinking and driving. It was a full service gas station. So I'd be filling up a lot of pickup trucks. The driver would get out, grab a, a beer from the back, put an empty in that case and get back into the cab. As a 15, 16 year old boy, what are, you, what are you gonna say? You shouldn't be doing that. It was a different time. We had just gotten rid of stagecoaches. A lot of Model T Fords pulling in there, getting your full leaded petrol. Can I check your oil, sir? I checked a lot of oil. Don't know what the hell I was looking for. Yeah, there's some in there. What? Uh, what else you need? Um, but on our little short that we put out, we, uh, we put out the, the worst Halloween candy you can receive. And it's a no brainer. The Halloween molasses candy that they still put out. A lot of people are throwing that directly in the trash. Where is the factory that makes it shut it down? Rockets. Rockets. 
which are called something different in the States. They're the little circle chalk candy. Disgusting. Kids like them. There's no flavor. There's nothing. Just give them sugar packets. And if you're a house that gives out raisins for Halloween, stop it. No one wants healthy, healthy food for Halloween. And are raisins even healthy? I can't see nutritional content being in ratchet. So as you sift through your Halloween candy the day after, load up on those Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the king of Halloween candy. And pick through it all you want because kids say, oh, I'm going to get to it. We have Halloween candy from last year. They haven't got to. Before I thought, oh, they'll realize that I've taken a handful of candy. They don't know shit. They're kids. You think they're keeping inventory of that candy? Hell no. Go to town on that. Hopefully it was a good Halloween and you enjoyed the, the sports equinox in which we had uh, baseball, hockey, basketball, football, and I guess the MLS. Only the, the top <laughs> the four were listed, and then I saw a lot of the soccer folk, we want to soccer. We have more attendance than the NHL. Okay. Whatever. You can join the group. So on that night with all these sports taking place, I decided to watch the one sport that's coming to a close. The World Series. And apparently... I am the only one, along with Z Money, uh, who watched the World Series in Canada. As Z Money sent me a listing from Austin Carp on X, which is formerly Twitter. Game two of the Rangers Diamondback Series on Saturday night is the least watched World Series game ever. Ever. Prior low was game three of the Dodgers Rays in 2020. Now I knew it would struggle for viewers because have you ever met a Diamondbacks fan? I don't think they exist. Have you ever met a Texas Rangers fan? I don't think they exist except in the markets in which they play. So if you have two teams in which you've never met a a member of their fan base meeting in the World Series, that equals what we're witnessing now. No one's watching. I knew it was going to be bad. And I prayed it wouldn't be this bad, but here we are. 
If he had the Blue Jays in there instead, I don't think you're getting many more viewers. Because our old boss at Fox, when when the Jays made that run with Batista, and Fox has the World Series rights, (laughs) he would come up to Jay and I. And I don't think he... I won't say his name, but I don't think he'd even be mad that I said this, but he'd say to us, if they, uh, if they make it to the World Series, you're fired. <laughs> like, what? But we aren't on the team, you're fired. Because the Jays translate to viewers in Canada, but Fox doesn't get those viewership numbers. Lowest, and if you're wondering what the number is for the lowest World Series game, it's not like seven. We got seven people watching. First off, if it was seven, um, that wouldn't even register. It'd be a slash mark, which was our ratings number of choice for Fox Sports Live. If we ever got something that wasn't a slash mark, we considered it a success. Point one, maybe. Enough people fell asleep with the TV on and watched our show. So they actually, it's 8.1 million people. So you still got 8 million people. But when you live in a country of 350 million, it's not a good percentage. But it's not going to turn me away from the World Series. I'm totally invested, and I'm going to watch it to the end. Uh, let's jump into Boomsy's news. He's here in a second. Don't Make sure you like and subscribe. Really helps us out. You know, tell a friend. Tell your friend our fan. And then our fan tells a friend. Listen to Boomsy's. No. The email or phone call of the week gets our latest Danitized product. And I've been waiting to to shout this one from the rooftops. I actually danitized it in the original form of danitized, in which we promote Canadian businesses. This product, when you put it on some chicken wings and and toss them up and throw those in the air fryer, you will have the greatest chicken wings you've ever had. I have tried every single spice, everything from the grocery store, and I've never been able to duplicate what this product does for anything you put in the air fryer, meat-related. And it is Mike's Barbecue Rub. Absolute perfection. It's out of Montreal. It's made in Montreal, all-purpose dry rub, perfect blend of sweet and spicy that enhances the flavor of meat, fish, and even veggies. Mike's Barbecue Rub for our email or phone call of the week. They'll be getting some of this. Look, I'm holding up a container that's got barely any in it. That's how much I use it around here. Follow Mike on Instagram. Um, He puts out recipes and stuff there. You can get it on uh, Amazon. It is the perfect addition to any pantry. So why don't we start with some phone calls here, and maybe uh, we'll have a phone call of the week that'll be getting some Mike's Barbecue Rub landing on your doorstep. Uh, You you could even uh, give it for a little stocking stuffer. Hey, kid, here's some barbecue rub. What do I do with it? Give it to me. 
Hey, buds. There he is now. It's that fucking guy here. Wanted to talk about NHL blackouts. Fuck that. Just want to watch my Habs, and I can't find a single service that gets me all the games. Does the NHL want their fans to illegally stream? They just not give a shit about us. I think I know the answer. Also, those Golden Knights cup rings. Perfect for Vegas. Going out for a night on the town? Slip a little bugger sugar in there. Good to go all night. Keep it up, boys. Good stuff. I never thought of that. So the Golden Knights Stanley Cup rings have a hidden compartment in which it's got a replica of the rink in it. Yeah, I guess you you could put booger sugar. And those that indulge, that's probably the first thing that they thought of when they saw those. I did not know that there's still blackouts in the NHL. Tim, enlighten me. They're they're regional blackouts. I, I, oh god, I hate this talking about this shit so much. Regional blackouts. It's the same as baseball has them. NBA has them. If you don't live in that area, you don't get to see all the games unless it's a national game. It's the way it's always been. It's not a new thing. They got to protect the broadcast. Like if you live in Ottawa, you get Ottawa broadcasts. If you live in Toronto, you get Toronto broadcasts. You don't get Toronto local broadcast when you live in Ottawa because you're protecting the product in Ottawa. That's it. Hmm. It's pretty simple. Seems dumb though, Tim. Uh, you should be able to watch any game you want. No. <laughs> because then the whole system falls apart and teams don't make money because there's going to be a whole lot of people in Ottawa that will be watching Leaf games instead of Senators games. Right? Hmm. Okay. Seems dumb to me. If I was in charge of the NHL, I'd say uh, you can watch any game you want. I don't care about your uh, your regional rights. It seems to only anger people, not make them happy. So regional rights, you're done. On to the next call. Dear Boomsies Crew, this is for episode 91. Where was I during the 93 World Series win? I was 20 months old, so probably pooping in my diaper from my family celebrating emphatically. That's, of course, just a guess because, again, I was 20 months old. Okay. Yours truly, the third Zanine. Okay, so we've got uh, two people giving us their uh, World Series memories from 93, and they're both shitting themselves. Was there... E. coli breakout during the 93 World Series run? Hey, Harry, what were you doing? I was fucking shit in my pants. Couldn't do anything else. Muddy. 93 World Series? I had explosive diarrhea. I thought I was going to die. I was not shitting myself. I was shitting myself with excitement. That's a term. I was doing it. So diaper sales were massive in 93. And Pepto-Bismol sales off the charts. Thanks, Joe Carter. Uh, I, I got to a lot of emails here, um, but there's one more. 
in which <laughs> this is a weird one. Gentlemen, this is a story out of Eganvale, community about 75 minutes outside of Ottawa. If you're driving from Ottawa to Huntsville. Very specific, down to the minute, 75 minutes. And it's courtesy of the Eganville Leader newspaper. I'm not mature enough to handle the story, and some of the listeners might find some joy in the sophomoric humor of the situation. Pictures of the story are included. Essentially, the township named a road after a prominent community member. His name is Harry Dick. But people keep stealing the sign. Township was going to rename the road as the cost of replacing the signs each time was too large for the taxpayers to carry. Outcries and public pressure hit the township hard, and the news is that Harry Dick Road is here to stay. (laughs) I don't think anything needs to be added to the story. Thanks, Adam, for that. Harry Dick Road. Almost renamed? They're going to keep it. In my little town, we have a, a street named Cobble Dick. Kids always chuckle when we have to go down Cobble Dick Road. But uh, that street sign's never been stolen. So, yes, you got to keep Harry Dick Boulevard. You can't take that from Harry Dick. He shouldered that weight of that name, and he lived up to it so much so he had a street named after him. It's like my old color commentator in uh, Fort McMurray who recently passed, the late, great Chess Dix. I'm like, man, you are the only one that could carry that name. Chess fucking Dix. Legend. And as soon as you met him, you're like, yep, that's a Chess Dix. He's no Harry Dick. He's a Chess Dix. Uh, Z money. You're the, uh, you're going to dole out the Mike's barbecue rub to the best phone call or email of the week. Who's getting some delicious stuff for their pantry. It's going to be Adam getting the, uh, the rub for, uh, Harry Dick road story. Yeah. Adam put a lot of time and effort into that. He sent uh, the news clipping. He gave us the backstory. Way to go, Adam. You're getting some Mike's Barbecue Rub. Uh, And if you have an item you want to have danitized, it's simple. Just reach out to us at yeah, that's Y-A, let's talk at gmail.com. Or you can uh, give us a dingle on the old uh, phone line, 289-809-9690. 289-809-9690. And uh, we do it every second week. We help a small business. And in turn, they send out their great product to the winning recipient, the the winning email or uh, phone call. Uh, we got some time to dive into some boomsies newsies. Let's do it because it's uh, it's like the old um, treasure chest at Red Lobster. The greatest thing about going to Red Lobster as a kid was seeing that treasure chest on your way in. You're like, oh man, I'm going to have my mitts into that before the night's out. And the prizes used to be pretty good. Now it's like freaking three off-brand crayons, crayons, 
Here, you want some crayons? They stain your hands and you can never get it off, but here's your prize, kid. Don't sue us. So this is our Red Lobster treasure chest. What are we, what are we picking out? Well, I, we should quickly address a uh, unexpected bit of news that our YouTube viewers are already aware of. And that's the fact that you updated your uh, computer operating system to the new Mac OS Sonoma because you've been using and you haven't turned off the hand gestures. So every time you've been counting on your thumb, doing a thumbs up, you've had a thumbs up bubble show up on, on your video, which is making me laugh to no end. There you go. Yeah, give, man. <laughs> give us two thumbs up, Dan. Give us two thumbs up. <laughs> and also I'll be able to do this. So, uh, there yeah. Yeah. So that's a treat for our YouTube viewers. Uh, perhaps we can turn that off after we're done recording. Why Tim? Why take because, away joy? Because you have a habit of counting with your thumb. So every time you're talking about, first of all, and you put your thumb up, you get a thumbs up bubble popping up. So uh, we should turn that off. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Florida Man Olympics. Uh, organizers in St. Augustine are putting together the first ever Florida Man Games. Uh, some of the contests include the Evading Arrest Obstacle Course, which involves <laughs> actual police officers chasing people. The Category 5 Cash Grab, which is trying to grab as much money as possible in a wind-blowing booth. And uh, Weaponized Pool Noodle Mud Duel, where contestants wear drunk goggles and fight one another with pool noodles in a swimming pool full of mud. Tim, will this be televised? I hope you're going to say yes. Cause I will be watching. I mean, I'm only assuming it's going to be live streamed on Twitch, right? This seems like an art man project. Our good friend, uh, art man who's supposed to send me a test to koozie. That's never arrived, but to art man, I hope he will be in attendance for this because whenever there's a, a lot of drunk people in one area. Art man's there to interview them, and he ends up with pure gold. When's this? Uh, when's this happening, Tim? I uh, don't know. Okay. Sorry. No uh, next February is next when it's February. Happening. Thank you. Okay. See money. Can we do our boomsies live from the Florida Man Olympics? I don't want to go to Florida. All right. <laughs> Uh, next story, the Star Wars burlesque show that travels around has now hit Toronto, uh, in case people aren't aware, it's a, it's called Empire Strips Back, and it's a burlesque parody show, all your favorite characters like you've never seen them before, it is obviously an 18 plus admission show. What are we doing here? A Star Wars burlesque show. Can you just, and I'm sure you can, you're already doing what I'm doing. Picturing a sexy Darth Vader. I know. I'm picturing the clientele. Imagine the mouth breathers that have always envisioned Princess Leia with less clothes. Who've always envisioned this, what's underneath the stormtroopers outfits. By the way, I don't know if you're the same, Tim or Andrew, but there are two quintessential movie characters that scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Number one on that list 
is the Wizard of Oz flying monkeys. I, to this day, still watch it. And I'm like, how did they do that? Because they are too realistic. And that was shot in like 1801. They are terrifying. Secondly, were the stormtroopers. They, as a child, made me think of the 93 World Series and shit my pants. Nightmares about those things. So maybe I need to go to the Star Wars burlesque show and see the stormtroopers in a different light to get rid of those childhood nightmares where I'm like, oh, they wore lingerie underneath those all the time. Okay, now I'm listening. Is Jabba the Hutt going to have less clothes on? Because Jabba the Hutt was naked. And Tim, how many tickets did you buy? Yeah, I'm not going to that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I did see pictures of the stormtroopers, and I'll say this. I'm intrigued. Will I go? No. But I'm willing to change my opinion about the stormtroopers because of this burlesque show. Maybe I've judged them wrong all these years. Uh, And uh, we quickly have to wrap up with the news that Garth Brooks is releasing his 14th studio album, but... It's not available wherever you would normally get your music these days. It's exclusively being sold at Bass Pro Shops. Okay, so this is a money deal. Garth Brooks did an exclusive with Bass uh, Pro Shops. Garth Brooks, good friend of mine. Spent a night with him uh, in Las Vegas. As he always played an NHLPA event. I've told this story before, how uh, all the NHL players that were with the Goals and Dreams Foundation, were invited to Vegas, private show from Garth Brooks. All the players brought their girlfriends or wives. My good friend Steve Webb brought me. So we, uh, while they, uh, the couples went and did couples things all day, uh, Steve and I drank our faces off. And then we arrive back to our rooms and uh, there's a message. Our phone. I'm like, no one knows I'm here. Who could this be from? And it was a disembodied voice saying, you're invited to Garth Brooks' private suite uh, for a meet and greet tonight. So we went up there, hung out with Garth Brooks all night. I had like a two-hour chat with Garth Brooks' dad, who now I think back, he's probably, when is this chat going to end with this drunken Canadian? Is this conversation ever going to end? Talked a lot with Garth. And for some reason, the, the song Midnight at the Oasis was in my head. And I'd say, Midnight at the Oasis. So I said, Garth, I can... and this is before you could stream a song on your phone. So I said, Garth, I... the song's in my head. I, I only know the first line. Garth went and figured out the rest of the song and sang it to me. I'm like, this is, this is pretty damn cool. And then the next day, Steve and I woke up and it was like a dream. I'm like, Steve, where was that, uh, where was that party last night? 
And if you held us at gunpoint, we could never have found our way back to that suite. We don't know if it was in the same hotel we were even in. And I think that was done on purpose. Anyway, Garth Brooks, uh, a nice little money deal with Bass Pro Shops. Uh, Bass Pro Shops clientele, I guess the only ones that still listen to CDs. Who the fuck has a CD player anymore? Because it's a box set that they're releasing at Bass Pro Shops. You better get uh, some, some fishing lures and a Bass Pro Shop hat with that Garth Brooks Bass Pro Shops CD set because... Or maybe you could use the CDs and lures. Fish like shiny things. But way to go, Garth Brooks. Get one last payday. Love that guy. Good dude. Good friend of mine. Thanks for that, Tim. Thanks for that Z-Money. Thanks for the emails, the phone calls. We appreciate your feedback. As we always say, there's so many options out there. And the fact that you, uh, you decide to spend a few minutes with us each week means a hell of a lot because it keeps us employed. It's not a murder podcast. It's not like a, it's a Joe. It's, we're not Joe Rogan. We're the little guys. Help us succeed. Tell a friend. Uh, and also hug someone and be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozie. Live from Orno. In the heart of Ontario. Oh, oh baby, baby boomsies. boomsies.